Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Ladies Take Hot Box. Gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am here joined by the knowledgeable Ty Capone after... I don't think we did that bad this past weekend. Could have been worse. I, I started from the from the ground and built my way up, and then I lost it all in South Dakota State yesterday. So, you know, I guess I'm the I'm the asshole here. There you go. And there's some people out there that are saying, "What is a South Dakota State?" And you know, <laughs> March Madness, ladies and gentlemen, the the money the, these betting accounts you can also bet on other stuff other than MMA. But we right here talk about MMA. We got uh, we didn't do that. Like you said, you didn't do that bad. Um, I actually don't think I did well on my picks because my I was not feeling good uh, when Saturday was over just because you know I should have bet the points but I don't have the balls ever to bet the points but we were right on a few of them so we'll get right into it. Magomed Ankalaev, of Tiago Santos, a relatively boring fight. Uh, I I, wa- I watched the whole thing and I just I don't know I, I just I don't I don't come I don't come away remembering. Like it was just a typical like Santos backing up the whole time, Ankalaya putting the pressure on him. Uh, just w- basically went and so Santos won a couple rounds. He cracked Ankalaya at one point and like dropped him out. I think it was either the second or third round. Just one of those yeah. rounds, kind of like just sat him down real quick. But what do you what, what do you what are your thoughts? Yeah, it was pretty boring. I mean, he didn't do anything uh, for a minute. He said he wanted to go the whole five rounds, which make I mean. I don't know. So he could test himself or whatever, but I think that's what people say after they've gone five rounds and they couldn't finish a fight. But I think it took would, him forever to go for a takedown. I, yeah, I was kind of confused. He took him right down. So yeah, I mean, you know, Santos is pretty much he he's pretty much cooked at this point. I mean, he's not he's not bad. I, he just doesn't do anything. I don't really know why. Um, Angelo's okay. I you know I've never been uh, as high on him as like Islam or uh, a few of the other. A few of the other Russian fighters, um, you know, two or five not being good is definitely beneficial to him. I, you know, if he met, got matched up with Jamal Hill and he did decide not to use his wrestling there, I think he'd really be in trouble. So, um, yeah, he's been knocked down multiple times in his career, I, I believe, too. So, you know, the one loss uh, isn't as telling. Um, yeah, I mean, and he probably should should be undefeated too. Is the funny part. <laughs> So imagine what the odds would be on being next to his name if he was Russian and he was undefeated. Um, yeah, he's legit. He's good. But I'm really not overly, overly uh, excited about him, to be honest. Yeah, and I, I don't I, – yeah, like I just kind of – it's sad when like these things happen. I just kind of d- didn't really care either way. Like by the end of the fight, I was just like, yeah, like I knew Ankle I was going to win. What was he, minus like 700? But it was like yeah. it happened in the most boring fashion possible and – I don't know. I just I I left there like thinking like he he's like now I'm ready for like w- like what are you ready for now like w- what's next for Ankalaev what what do you like what do you want to put him in there and what do you want to see next like I don't I don't know definitely not you know the championship but maybe like Rakic yeah, I don't I know he's, four, so far he's away. number four now yeah Rakic and Yuri's busy uh, maybe the loser of the title fight that's coming up I guess. Yeah, I mean he's he is. I guess he's he's right there. He's on the doorstep. He's one one away, or if if not, like right next title shot. I don't think he deserves that, but 
it's very possible That's he fights for the title next, you know? like State of 205. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't... I'm sorry if I feel like I'm coming off as, like, disrespectful or whatever, but I just don't have... I have nothing to say about it, or him, in general. Poor just, yeah, I think everybody knew. Yeah, we knew we were going into. A couple of these other fights that were nice. I mean, Song Yedong, I mean, we this went about... It, you, you, I think you called the round one, uh, TKO yeah. on here. Yeah, that, that was under just, one and a half, man. Yeah, that was just a lock because you knew it was going to go one way or the other. And with all due respect, Maurice looks absolutely cooked now. I mean, we, we said it before this, but it's, you know, what's that, four straight KO knockouts or, or KO losses? Yeah, man, he's, you know. Yeah. It's sad because he, when, he when he gets hit, too, he, he looks like he just has no clue. Like no, he does not realm. react well. Oh, man, it's bad. Like, it's, like they should cut him, I think. You know, he's a legend. He, he can go anywhere else. He can go to one FC and fucking win a belt. You know, he's only 33. I have no yeah. doubt about that. He can go anywhere else and fucking dominate. You know, unless they put him up there with like a, a, a secret killer, which, you know, but yeah, one, two, three, four in a row. He probably should have lost the auto fight. It should be six losses in a row, man. Nobody nobody survives a six fight losing streak except for uh, uh, Smile and Sam. So That's crazy. We'll he had uh, Marab on, on, the, on the ropes, dude. Like, big time, hurt, hurt, dropped him, like, three or four times in the one round. His legs were turning to rubber, and you just see, like, it, Song Yudong was throwing bombs as soon as the fight started. Like, he was he was there throwing nukes, and, and, and fucking, uh, what's his name, Marlon Rice, like, he got hit with a few of them. He got cracked, I would say, like, 45 seconds into the fight where he was like, oh, fuck. Like, you saw his, like, eyes flicker, and he, like... You could just tell, like, he gets hit with another one of those. He's in, he's in deep, deep trouble, and his defense just didn't look good at all either. Like, he, Song Yudong looks so fast, though, so I don't want to make this about Marlon Moraes being, I mean, he's fighting the absolute best in these fights where he's losing, you know? I mean, the four in a row are to Corey Sandhagen, Rob Font, Marab, and Song Yudong. So, I mean, you're not losing to scrubs, but it's still not a good sign when you're out of there in two rounds and you're the one getting TKO'd. Yeah, and you see the level of competition start to like dwindle a little bit. Like Song's a stud. I think he's a you know he can, yeah, he can make but some he's points. not like sure, but at the title, yeah, like level, yeah, right. and yeah, you, you're right. Like it's starting to win dwindle away, and I I imagine that guy makes good money. So yeah, you're probably right. That's he. You could see him getting cut. Shout out to Greg Hardy for actually getting cut too, and um, I think go. Sabina Mazo may have been cut. Oh, Sabina so Mazo, this guy. We'll get into that. Uh, Sadiq Youssef looked good. Uh, just did his thing against Alex Caceres. He's just too. He he was he was just better than Alex Caceres. That's he did what he wanted. Like the the wrestling element that was always like, if you as long as you don't get submitted, you're going to be okay. And he was able to. He wasn't really able to take him down with ease, but I don't know. This is like a tougher fight than probably the scores would show, but it still was a good um, win for Sadiq. Yeah, I was not impressed at all. Um, I thought he looked like shit, to be honest. Wow. I thought he looked awful. And that's your, that, that's, uh, that, you're a fan, though. So you, you, that's you, my boy, yeah. yeah. I'm a big Sadiq Yusuf fan. Uh, it's been, he's, been, he's had a couple long layoffs. You know, Before the Arnold Allen fight, he had a long layoff. And then a, after the Arnold Allen fight, he had a long layoff. I know he had a really bad bout with COVID, but he's going to have to be more active, man. Like every three, four months. And he just hasn't, he hasn't looked improved. It's been a couple of years you know, since he first blew up on the scene like when he fought Mike Davis in the Contender Series. That was one of the best contender series fights ever still to this day and that was in 2018 um you know when he when he knocked out Mowgli Benitez kind of started the downfall of him um pretty decent one against Andre Feely but then it, it just kind of you know the momentum has stopped uh he was losing a lot of the striking battles strictly punching to the head with Alex Caceres like a lot he is easy to hit and I you know I think he's a little chinny 
Um, John Gunther knocked him, or not John Gunther. Uh, he got knocked out on the um, regional scene, and it was pretty pretty bad. Uh, you know, his wrestling is pretty good. I, I think his his uh, jujitsu is not that bad. He trains with that um, alleged rapist. Uh, I forget his name. Jesus. Team Lloyd Lloyd Irwin. Pretty legit. I mean, you know, one of the best jujitsu coaches. But uh, so I can, I trust him there. I didn't think. Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm, I I didn't think Caceres really had a shot because of that. You know, his only yeah. uh, path to victory I thought was getting a submission. Funny enough, he looked better standing up. If it wasn't for uh, Sadiq Yusuf going to the body and his leg kicks, especially the leg kicks, really, uh, that's kind of what won him the fight. Honestly, he was not winning the boxing exchanges at all, and he's supposed to be a you know eon eons above Alex Caceres striking wise, supposed to be, which is why. Um, I was really confused by this performance. You know, he won, sure, but he didn't look great in my in my opinion. Well, there you go. Uh, I'll, I'll take your I'll take your opinion uh, holds more value over my opinion on this. Uh, I you're, wouldn't say that. You're a fan though. You've watched this like you've actually been a fan of this guy for a very long time. And yeah, it, yeah, the time off it really hurts in MMA. You know, yep. You just the reps of getting in there and you know going against another human person coming at you with everything they have. You know, it's it's, it's a lot different than sparring and training. Uh, the pressure, the, so, the being in the octagon, the, the you, and he you talked have to about be it. used to it. So I'm sure he, uh, he he's a smart guy. He seems really, um, you know, really aware of, uh, of things. So hopefully he, he works on some more things. Maybe, uh, I don't think it's a change camps, but maybe uh, start training with some more box heavy guys. Um, cause he has all the potential. I mean, it's hard. He just, and this, in this fight, he didn't throw his hands nearly as much either. Um, but you know, he got the win. So that's all that matters. All right, Khalil Roundtree, Carl Roberson. We were not right about this one. This was a uh, absolutely not. Uh, sh- I mean, sh- shocker, but not that big of a shocker because he, uh, you know you can see this see this coming. But brutal, absolutely. Br- I mean, he rocked him, had him on the ground, and then he just soccer punts him in the ribs, and, and uh, that'll call it quits, dude. That was uh, that's kind of brutal, dude. Very scary. You, you, I mean, you know where he trains. You know where he trains over in. Um, I wish I knew. Uh, Tiger Muay Thai. Tiger Muay Thai. Where's Syn- that at? Syndicate yeah. MMA. I'm not sure. Uh, those are the two that they have uh, labeled. He he moved to um, what country is it? Thailand, Thailand. or something? Jesus yeah, I could, yeah. Good Lord, you're good, man. Muay Thai, Thailand. Um, yeah, he moved there for a reason a couple of years ago to to really just focus on things. You can see where he got uh where he got that kick from. That was lethal. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't think it should be it should be outlawed. You know, I don't no, know. I think that's I think, implied. I think we're kind of here. We're we're already here. You know, why really go back? He didn't kick him in the head though. Like if you you know you get kicked in the ribs while you're on the ground, that's that seems like a you problem, doesn't it? I mean, it, it, it's about as realistic of a fight as you can get without trying to kill people. I thought that that's what this was uh, all about. Yeah, Roberson. Um, you know, when he gets pushed back a little bit, he doesn't he doesn't love that. Uh, Roundtree's a fucking assassin, man. I, I wish he had a better defense, and I wish he was a little younger. I think you, you could have some at two or five, but uh, we'll see. He still gets better. Honestly, he improves. He does get better every, every fight. Not every fight. It seems like he improves every fight, and then he takes <laughs> a step not. back, but then he takes steps forward. Like yeah, he's uh, he's very fight. weird. Not every fight, but um, you know, because because when he knocked out Gokan Saki, it was like holy shit. He, you know, that was I know Gokan Saki's not a you know he's not a MMA fighter, but this dude's only six and one or whatever, and then he just knocked him the fuck out, and then he Johnny Walker killed him. And it was like, all right, well, and you, you know, we know what Johnny Walker is now. I guess four or five years ago, uh, damn, it's already been four years since Johnny Walker. Roundtree cooked Johnny Walker now. 
Oh my God, line that up. We need a rematch. Honestly, if they're going to book Johnny Walker again, that would be a rematch. I, I could see that happening right now. You know, him coming off two wins against uh, Modescus and Carl Roberson, not two great guys after coming off two losses. And then Johnny Walker, you know, ready to give him another uh, another L. Wow. But I don't, uh, hey, sign me up, man. I'm all Seriously. in. How about this one? Um, this one was heartbreak. Oh, you, so you, I'm sorry. We got it. No, uh, no, I was good. He, no, all good. Uh, Drew Dober. Uh, takes out our boy T Rex, man. Uh, your boy, especially. You you love Terrence McKinney. Mm. Uh, he had him. I mean, he cracked him in the very first exchange of the fight, and had him, you know, hurt, hurt. And then Drew Dober was just able to get get back with that fucking knee and the punches on the ground finished off Terrence McKinney. I think he actually put him out. But that fight was crazy, dude. That was awesome. It was. Ah, uh, man. You know, I I saw somebody tweet that McKinney. You know, put him against McGregor in a two-minute fight or three-minute fight. I'm all for that. <laughs> Let's do it, dude. Two minutes and like 12, maybe like two minutes and 10 seconds. We have to have a strict cutoff. Uh, after, I think, I, I want to say two and a half minutes or maybe it was, was it two or three and a half minutes. He he's That's when he's really started to gas. Yeah. You could tell. Um, you know, honestly, his stock go, goes up, I think, because he almost, he almost put Drew Dober out in 10 seconds. Like, that's fucking crazy. He was, you know... A couple seconds, a couple punches or an elbow, you know, one more strike gets in there and then his defense gets worse and, he, you know, then you hop on him and, and, and finish him in 10, 15 seconds. Or Drew Dober, I, I I don't know what he would do at 155 next. They'd have to, like, rank him just off of another 10-second, 15-second win, you know. But, uh, you know, Dober's a vet and he withstood it. A lot of people said, you know, if he just outlast him after one round, even less than a round, I think he's got it. And that's exactly what happened. Three minutes, 17 seconds is all he needed. Uh, it was, it was scary at first, you know, um, McKinney is so, so, so good. So athletic. He definitely needs to reel it in a little bit. You know, he's a little too wild, but you know, short hooks, even when he extends and reaches, he hits hard and he, and he's so quick. Uh, he's got a good jab, good kicks. His ground game's awesome. You know, that's where his bread's buttered. So, uh, he's a pretty scary fighter, man, especially, you know, with the intensity he has. I just really need him to reel it in, you know, like extend that over uh, five minutes, not all in like, you know, 45 seconds. Yeah. And I mean, Drew Dober's fucking durable, dude. Like that, 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 like that big block head of his was able to absorb all those shots and then still get back in that fight and like find a way. Like, like you said, like he, he was a couple seconds away from like a highlight reel, like one another one on his list, and he like yeah, like he's getting skyrocketed to the, who knows who he fights next, right? Like it, it would have to be probably someone ranked, or like it would yeah, be, like it would you be, could just make anything, yeah, like if it, that would happen. He could do anything at that point. Like that's that's just how that kind of works. If you do if you do shit like that, then people never forget. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's why it's that's why this is the fight game and everything. Yeah. Andrew Dober is his actual uh, name, uh, his God-given name or government name. Uh, you know, tough as nails. He's been he's been finished before, but he did not get finished in this fight. And uh, Mark Goddard would have stopped the fight, though, uh, unless it was uh, Hanato Moicano. So let's <laughs> just say that. Um, you know, coming off two tough losses, which those guys are no joke, you know, but seems like he's able to hold his own. Like, Drew Dober is right outside the top 15. Like, that's that's where his, like, I don't know where the rankings, like, they. I know the, the other websites do rankings, but, like, in my mind, he's, like, the gatekeeper for the rankings. Like, you can't get into them or fight somebody in mm-hmm. the rankings until you fight me, for the most part. But, you know, he's fighting guys like Brad well, Riddell and Islam Makachev, though. So, I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. So, 155, man, it's just loaded. Like, it uh, is. 
let's see where the, where these two are like. Dober's at like 22, and this side has McKinney down a little bit at 33, just because he only has, he's only fought twice in the UFC. But yeah, like McKinney won, I'm sure that, you know, he would have been in the 20s, which is like, you know, where Jared Gordon, I think actually Jared Gordon, did he get released? No, Jared Gooden got released. Where Jim Miller is, uh, you know, Mark Joe Selecki, Scott Holtzman, Vic yep. Michelle, Alexander Hernandez. Like, these are guys that have been in there a lot. Bobby Green and Drew Dober both have uh, almost 20 fights in the UFC. And, you know, McKinney would have, again, would have been 3 0. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I still think McKinney's um, uh, stock is sky high. Him and Jalen Turner are around the same spot at 155. That would be a great fight where my heart would break. I, I don't know who I would pick in that one. Um, but, yeah, you know, Dober can still, can still make some. Make some make a push. I know he lost those two in a row, but uh, and he took he took some damage in this one. I know you know it was short lived, but uh, he's taken some damage in his career in general. So yeah, you know we'll see what happens. I was definitely all right. We had a little technical difficulty. Someone fucking called me. Uh, shout out to my grandma. I'm actually trying to try to call me on the thing. She's the only one that would call me at this time. Uh, right, let's just keep it moving. Drew Dober. You I think you were saying Drew Dober durable as hell, and he's tough as nails and. But he's also been finished a lot. In the past, yeah, all that stuff. But uh, Alex Pereira, uh, the, the Izzy stopper, takes care of business against Bruno Silva. P- pretty dominant, but not, I mean, I know it says 30-27, but he was getting hit. And he was, but it, it, the fight mainly stayed on the feet for the most part. And when it went to the ground, I think it was end of the first or, or I think one of one of those he was able to at least hold his own, not able, not letting Bruno Silva really advance, and was able to get back to his feet. But yeah, this is just a dominant, more you know, not crazy dominant, but I guess a convincing victory for Alex Pajero in the fight where he couldn't actually finish Bruno Silva. Bruno Silva's tough, man, but you know, what, what did you make of it? Yeah, third round, man, he almost got him out of there. Um, he did he? He was putting it on him in the third round. If you had him inside the distance like me, yep. um, you're very not happy that was, about that. that. But hard, it was heartbreaking. No, Bruno Silva, two of eight on takedowns. That's that's encouraging for Pereira, Pereira fans. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think Bruno Silva ever attempted a takedown before this in the UFC. But still, I, I'm pretty sure he's a black belt. Maybe not. A, they kept saying that. Yeah, maybe not an amazing great back black belt. But, you know, nonetheless, he, um, you know, I think Pereira, I, I'm a big fan, and it would be nice to like talk, speak into his existence to have him fight Izzy again. Like that would be kind of cool for the world to come full circle. But uh, I don't, I don't know if his style, if his, you know, if him as a fighter is really, I, I just don't see championship aspirations. I don't see top ten level. You know, reality is he's a little slower. He's not that varied with his strikes. Um, he hits hard. He, I, I don't want to say he's slow per se, but. Uh, he's a big dude, man. He is huge, yeah. like six four, six five. I don't even know how he makes one eighty five. Um, you know, I think the whole Izzy and him thing. You know, they just have different styles. Like Izzy has a style made for MMA, and Pereira has a style made for kickboxing. Um, also, I think he, Izzy was like winning the whole fight before Izzy before he got caught. So like Pereira has he doesn't have a point fighting style. He doesn't have a, a round winning style. So I, I I just truly don't know how high his potential is. I am a big fan though. And you know, one eighty five is not that deep, so I could see him. Uh, I could see him getting a getting a number next to his name. I just I don't know how high. You know, I don't know what the limit is for him. You know, I guess he's still fairly young, especially in MMA terms. Um, and again, he, he hits so hard that truly it might not matter sometimes. Um, but you know, like get him in there with Albert Duraev or Phil Hawes or 
some of these other other dudes. I, I wonder how he would, how he would do maybe Brandon against Brandon Allen. Allen. Like, yeah, that's, that's there you a, go. Boom. That's how I, I like that life. idea, just because it would be a test to see if he could get him on the ground. You know, and right. if he like, gets because Brandon Allen is a good, is fucking nice on the ground, and <clears> that would be that would be a test. That's what I, that's what we're all about here, dude. We want to put you to the ultimate test. I, I thought the yeah. uh, main car was pretty good. But you know the pre. I watched most of the prelims, but I you know this, there's only so much time in the day to uh, to watch this. But I, so I won't lie to you, people. I did no, not I see you. the Semmelsberger and Aldrich fight. Those are the only two I did not see because I was, I believe, on the way to a alcoholic establishment. But um, <laughs> uh, uh, Semmelsberger and Fletcher. I'll give you a quick little. Uh, they, yeah, they were just like taking each other down and you know getting dominant position and flipping and and hurting each other. It was a pretty good fight. Matthew Semmelsberger's fucking. All action, you know, all gas, no brakes. AJ Fletcher's pretty impressive too. Um, I, I saw a lot of people were on him. Um, I was not. I was on Summersberger. Uh, JJ Aldridge hey, needed money. You convinced me because he, AJ Fletcher was from La, La, uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. And, there you go. Uh, you know, those guys know how to lose fights. There's a personal beef there, so no, we do not <laughs> bet. Don't care. JJ Aldridge also even money. Dominant. I got her at even money. I could have got her a plus. Actually, no, I got her a plus money in the parlay. She was. I got her at even money. Dominant, easy, easy, easy fucking work. Jillian Robertson is in minus next to her name. You got to look at the other person she's fighting and really, you know, truly, you got to recognize if she's a tomato can or not. JJ Aldridge is not, not, uh, not at all. JJ Aldridge is not bad at all. Um, you know, her two wins before that were, were Casey and Demopolis. I know she lost to Mazo, but I thought she won that. Uh, Macy Barber finished her, but, you know, she beat Pollyanna Viana. She even beat Danielle Taylor in her UFC debut. Uh, Jillian Robertson's getting old. Actually, She's not. She's twenty six. The fuck. She's uh. She's looking worse though. Almost every fight, and she's no, starting to lose more. It just she's seems like start- that because she's been in the UFC for so fucking right. long, dude. I feel like we said this last week. We're we like, did. Oh, yeah, no, we Roberts did. Yeah, fighting. she's fifty. She's uh, been in like, the oh, UFC since right. twenty seventeen, right. dude. Twenty seventeen. She was like twenty one. She's fought. Look, let me tell you how many times: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve times in the last crazy. five years. That's crazy. pretty so, like, crazy for all these people. You see a person fight twelve times, and you're like, "Damn, man, they must be old." And, you know, they're your. She also grapples a lot, so I feel like, you know, it, things are just not going uh, going right for her. They probably need to start giving her, you know, sauce, uh, to- tomato sauce cans, oh um, chicken noodle soup cans, something, okay, something right. really. Uh, All this dominant she, performance, though. Like I, yeah, I, I was wrong about. Like I was. Round. This is the one I was like I. I well, I think I believe I was watching it on the way out, and I bet Jillian Robertson. I watched the first round and said, "Okay, no, we're not going to win this one." And I just <laughs> got in the car and I left. You know, like that's kind yeah, of how it goes. Uh, you know how it's going to go, and you, yeah, it's you, just you, you do what you got to do. Especially with the women's fight, when there's not like a absolute like uh, Amanda Nunes fire hands sort of uh, Talia Santa, like those people like fighting that just absolutely yeah. throw nukes, and then I'm just you know I'm okay. All right, you know, like I know how this is going to go. All, you, you were right though. Aldrich's like jujitsu is just much better. Her her grappling is just much better. It's just you know if that's your one bread and butter and you're not going to be able to use it against JJ Aldrich, then you're you're screwed. Thirty twenty seven across the board. Easy. Uh, Basharat, man, disappointing for us. Well, for me, I, I don't know. I don't know where you stood on this uh, grand scheme of things, but um, I think I think you were me and you were both on Trevor Jones, or were you, did you change your? You were on Basharat. Uh, we, I think I picked Basharat, but I I am a Trevin Jones fan. Well, uh, I, I was sure. just listening. I'm, I'm gonna pick. No, no, I picked Trevin Jones. Well, I think because we got too uh, much into reading his um, his tapology, and we 
we looked at all of like the guys he fought, and we we stumbled upon that guy that was like three and forty five. Oh and God, uh, yeah. two and thirty nine. John, wait, did John Spencer win the other day? Wow, you know what? That's a good question. I'm going to look that up immediately. John Spencer. Oh, he lost on points. No like way! All right, he went the distance, dude. He went the distance. It, two fights in a row, he's went the distance. You know, Michael Weber Kane's a really good fighter, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, Michael Weber Kane is an elite guy in this. Uh, Mikey or Mickey, I'm not sure. Friday exactly. fight night at the halls, dude. You should have been. There. He is four and zero though, so I mean, he, he, you know, I'm just saying he did not finish John Spencer, who it seems has been finished many a time in his career. He might have been robbed. I'm not sure. All right, enough. Well, you know, we have to stop talking about John Spencer. We'll probably have a fight in a couple weeks. I am going to keep tracks of this guy's career because we have to get him on too. Wow, he, he would he would try then. to fight us though. He he would he would be like, and he probably lose. Let me fucking beat you somewhere. Uh, You're like, all right. Uh, thank you for coming on, uh, John. Yeah. Um, see ya. Let's see. What well, we got sidetracked by John Bostrot though. He looked good. Uh, it was yeah. um, he looked good on the feet though. Like that. That's what was uh, on every round. Yeah, I mean, I just uh, I don't know. I know Trevor Jones was throwing way too wild. Not enough like straight punches, and then he eventually started to throw straight punches. He was just getting countered the whole fight. So. But yeah. I like Basharat, man. I like this game. Uh, I'd be curious to see if someone can like go and take him down and put him on his back because he didn't, you know, he didn't really get tested this fight. Like, you know, not well. I mean, not really in the same weight class. But like you say, a guy like Damon Jackson, if he gets his hands on him, you know, that's that's yep. a problem. Let's just keep. I guess let's go right Speaking into. Speaking of which, yeah, Damon Jackson, dude. Uh, first round was like he was backing up Kamula Kirk the whole time, and then. Once he like put his hands on him at the end of the first round, he kind of like was like, "Oh, like I can just take this guy down as soon as I touch him." And he did like I think he had a little too much respect for him in the beginning, or maybe he was just trying to like tire him out a little bit, draw him out. He didn't want to like run into something crazy, and, and he just the, the, <laughs> as soon as he got his hands on him, it was dominant. That Kirk had no chance to get back up, no chance to stop him from doing what he wanted to do. It, it was just a dominant, dominant performance on the ground against that submission with the arm triangle. Yeah, Damon Jackson's a pretty good fighter, man. I know Taporia, you know, sent him into a different realm, but uh, twenty-four now, one forty-five. He seems huge for one forty-five. I don't know if he he actually is, but it just definitely seems like it. <clears throat> also, a really cool dude. I saw he was on somebody's podcast. I forget who it was. Try to get him on here, maybe. He um he he seems like a really cool dude. He knows a lot. Uh, you know, he watches you know all the fights all the time, pretty much. Um, yeah, and Kamala Kirk's not bad, I don't think, but uh, just levels. You know, Damon Jackson's sub was like plus 350. Uh, I had that in my Tesla parlay. I had the Maverick. Also, I was close. I had, I, had, I was close again this week. I was two, uh, two legs off again. Pereira in the distance was one of them, so I could have easily been one leg off. And that one was Chris Matino, and I don't really want to talk about that. So uh, We'll get there. Uh, yeah, great win for Damon Jackson. We'll see what he does going forward. Uh, I'm excited to see him, though. Maverick took care of business against Sabina Mazo. Uh, Sabina retired just, her. yeah, basically retired her. And um, yeah, it was not much to say here. It was, it was a close, closer fight than I would ho- would have hoped in the beginning. But as soon as Miranda got her to the ground, and you know, Sabina was talking about her getting her. Sabina was the one that was training with uh, Glover Teixeira, by the way. That that they said that during the broadcast. And I remember we were like, oh, like we were trying to figure out who was the one that left their gym to go train with Glover Teixeira. Well, it was Sabina Mazo, and it didn't really look, uh, you know, like it, it yeah, came to fruition. Uh, Maverick just wrapped up the neck as soon as she, like, went to turn around. Like, it was a very sweet rear naked choke, and she was able to get it get it done. She just mauled her sort of there in the second round, and easy win. 
And this is my bet of the night. So that's that's another Easy. thing that you have to remember. Uh, Cody Brundage. This was heartbreaking because Dolce, uh, not even going to say his last name. Lugiambula. Uh, Lugiambula. Uh, that's a sick name. But he, he was beating the shit out of Cody Brundage for a good two, two minutes, two and a half minutes of that fight before he went and shot a lazy, not a lazy, but it was t- a tired takedown. And got his neck snatched up and he tapped immediately it was uh it was over within seconds when Cody Brundage was the one who was in trouble trouble big time just getting he was not reacting well the shots he couldn't take him down he was like panic takedowns and it just looked like everything was lining up for a Dolce first round finish and he just got you know Got tired. He, he went, tried to kill him, and he just forgot what he was doing. Cody Bronin snatched up the neck. Easy win. What a comeback. That was yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, pretty much everything you said. Uh, you know, I thought Dolce eventually was going to kill him, and then he kept going and kept going and kept going and tired himself out just like McKinney. And, you know, a couple minutes, not even a couple minutes, like one minute later, it fucking turns around. It's all it takes. Yeah. You, know, you make one little misstep, and uh, you get passed, and then there goes there goes your neck. Quick, eating. he latched it up quick. Man. Yeah, he did. That was that was elite, man. Uh, you know, uh, Dolce. You know, I'm sure he regrets that and all that. Like he, you know, he definitely had that fight in the bag, pretty much. But Cody Brundage also, you know, he yeah, you said he capitalized. You make one little mistake in there, and that's what happens when you're when you guys are fighting. These are the best in the world. So good for Cody Brundage, man. He he's. Uh, that that's kind of scary that that can happen, you know. Like, but he was not in good shape there, so I don't want to. Uh, I hate to rain on his parade because he did win, but it, it was not looking good there for him for a while. And but he win is a win, dude, and he took care of business. Uh, Guido Canetti uh, turned Chris Matino into a walking zombie again, and they stopped the fight a little earlier this time than they did the last one. He was. Uh, he was. He, it was a good stoppage because uh, you know I, we obviously had Chris Moutinho here, but he got cooked. He got absolutely cooked with that. Uh, I think it was a prayer left hander, and then like in the clinch, he hit him with a bomb like hook, and, and good night. That uh, he was just walking around with his staring at the roof and stuff like that as he was getting hit. And this oh, is this man. was tough, man. And Guido, at forty two years old, gets a W. Yeah, it's definitely. You know, we're definitely team fade Guido Canetti against whoever he fights next. It could be Sister Jean for all I care. Oh my we're, uh, we're, we're fa- speaking of Sister Jean, uh, Loyal's in trouble here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Matino has, they're both nine and six now. Uh, they're both, they probably both have the brain of a toddler or Sister Jean. They both, uh, I guess, you know, Canetti bought himself some more time. Um, Chris Matino really shouldn't be in the UFC. I, I don't think he should be fighting in general. Unless it's like a low level uh, Milford, Massachusetts fucking fighting scene, you know where he's from. You know Johnny Campbell knocking him out on the on the contender, on the contender series on the original scene is uh, all I need to know. I mean, you know, all his wins are against you know trash cans and uh, gas gas station attendants. So I think oh he should uh, he should be out of the UFC, man. There's really no. I, I guess I don't know what his contract says. I guess he has a couple a fighter or two left. Hopefully it's. Hopefully it's one more. Uh, all right, all zero, right. Zero, <laughs> okay, he's staying. I'm sorry, yeah, but I, I, <laughs> the guy just gets hit for a living, you know, and they all do. But he he, he loves it. It's yeah, it's he, scary. It, that was just not good. It just it it trended downward in a downward spiral quickly, immediately, very <laughs> fast, and yeah, Merzakhanov also with a I wouldn't know I wouldn't say comeback, but uh, I mean out of nowhere for sure. 
44 yeah, seconds into the third round. Tafan and Shukwe gets, gets flying knee KO'd. And Your boy, Tafan. Yeah, not my boy. Uh, I fade <laughs> him every time now. And that was UFC Vegas 50. Right? <sighs> Believe so? Yeah. UFC Vegas 50 from the Apex. They did it again. No fight of the night this week. Um, don't blame them. But they did give out four performance bonuses to Song Yadong. Khalil Roundtree Jr., Cody Brundage, and Mirzakhanov. So there you go. That's not. Uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree. No, I think we're okay. Drew Dober probably deserves a little money, but you know, they could have got fight of the night. But you know, I'm not going to sit here and uh, you know get get my feelings hurt. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I would give uh, money is a myth. So give out more of it. So. We got uh, another car. We got our first fight night that's in front of fans this weekend, if I'm not mistaken, right? We got yeah, I, Alexander Drago Volkov versus Tom Aspinall from uh, London, England. I am London. London. We're doing it from London. Uh, fighting uh, in the O2 Arena, in London. Uh, so uh, I, they I were supposed to go here two years time. ago, right? Uh, when, right before COVID. What Philly? No, uh, London. Oh, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the uh, I believe. One of the cards that was supposed to happen, like I think they were in Brazil at the time, and one of the ones next week was, or in the coming weeks, was supposed to be in London. But yeah, yeah. good to see that they're, uh, they're they're just doing these fight nights back with fans. I mean, next I think next week's Columbus, right? I think that's yeah. uh, I forget that's what the Blades and Dawkins I believe is the main event. So it's like they at least are doing the ones with the fans. Are they're kind of going to load these up a little bit? Uh, Tom Aspinall, Alexander Volkov, before you even look at the odds, what, or if you have, I haven't, so I, I like to come in here fresh. I would I would lean Aspinall, and it looks like it's minus 120, plus 100 here on DraftKings, so it is kind of right down the middle. Uh, I don't know. This, was, this, is, this is a very tough one because Volkov has the all the experience and just – everything above Tom, like just in, in that level experience, age, just been in there with more tough guys. But Aspinall is an animal, man. And I haven't seen him fold since he entered the UFC. I just don't expect it to happen this time. Right. Is that, is that, am I wrong? No. Um, it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to ignore what he's done. I mean, got Spivak out there and around Arlovsky and two, Alan Badeau and around the Collier in a minute. Um, yeah, he's only fought a weekend. It's not his fault. Uh, you know, what was Volkov? Yeah, he, I mean, he's still winning fights. A lot of decisions. Still a couple, tough, a lot. but... A couple it, decisions more more recently. You know, the Greg Hardy decision and the Ty Gore decision. I thought he could have put some of these guys out. So, you know, I don't think he's getting worse, per se. But, uh, you know, I think Aspinall's going to run into some trouble here. But I do believe he's going to get... I, I do believe he's going to get it done. I think he might... Uh, I think he's going to hurt him standing up. Yeah. Um, I, I might be way off on this. I might be way off. It's really 50-50. It's probably going to look like, you know, 90-10 by the time the fight's over because of heavyweights. But um, I'm, I'm going to stick my neck out here and uh, guarantee Tom Aspinall first-round victory. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's a, one of the first guarantees I've heard on here. Uh, <laughs> can't guarantee nothing in this game. But... I know. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> shouldn't have done it. Yeah, I'm going Aspinall. Probably money line. I don't know. I mean... I just don't trust the finish or anything like that. Uh, I, I, so I, I think the minus 120 is nice enough where I could figure something out, parlay. I mean, you, you, we'll get into some of these car, these fights later on where we got a minus 630. We got a minus 490, 500. 
Ilya Taporia is minus 600. So there's a lot like of fat uh, numbers on here. So this, I think I'll don't even have to parlay this. You could just take this straight up. Uh, yeah, I just don't. I don't like a prop here. I want to. Uh, I, I maybe a, maybe a TKO. Uh, may, just plus two hundred is nice, but I just Volkov is tough, 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 tough. Uh, I look at like if Gon couldn't finish you, then you know Gon Gon's similar to Aspinall and the, their rise. You know, like they're you know, up and coming guys. Have, they're kind of using Volkov as like a Volkov's uh, a tough test though, man. That's you know? what I'm saying. Like that's not an easy test and. So like they tried. They tried to give him a pe- Greg Hardy, and you know Greg Hardy failed that test. Oh my God! Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think Aspinall Greg, Har- Greg Hardy like, still went 15 minutes with him, which is concerning. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know how that happened. Uh, yeah. Give Give us Aspinall, uh, Arnold Allen, Dan- Daniel Hooker. So, this one's minus 115, minus 105. Pretty close. Uh, Hooker's a little bit of an underdog here. 17 and one, Arnold Allen. Dan Hooker making his uh, re-return to featherweight. He didn't look horrible. Didn't look great, but he didn't look horrible this morning. What, yeah, I missed that. What I do you got? I did see he didn't miss weight. Uh, 145, too. He didn't even take the extra pound. I think I got Dan Hooker here. I don't, I don't know how how Arnold Allen keeps his clothes standing up. I don't, you know. Uh, what about on the so ground? I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, I, I guess he should be able to take Dan Hooker down. I kind of like Dan. I, I think Dan Hooker will be able to stuff... A lot of takedowns. I don't know if every single one of them, but I think he'll definitely be able to keep him at bay a little bit and stand up. I think he's going to be able to hurt him, honestly. Um, I could be way off here, too. I'm just, you know, I don't know. I am going Uh, Arnold Allen, and I am not saying it uh, with intense confidence, but I just trust his ability to get it to the ground. And yeah, just hold. I think Dan Hooker. I just don't know. The whole forty-five thing scares me because he, you know, when these these guys start to do this when they're older, unless you do it the exact like, who's probably the best guy? that's like Aldo. That's what I think of when I think of a guy who dropped a weight class and it actually like worked out really well for him. Because like, not that he's like been like crazy dominant, but like he he just looks good at thirty-five. He doesn't like melt. He doesn't like really. Super run out of gas. I could see Hooker kind of getting the pace pushed on him here a little, a little bit, but I think yeah, I, that could definitely happen, especially gets pushed against the cage. Um, it's not easy. Like this isn't easy uh, either way, though, because I, I like that's why I like the odds here. Uh, I, I if Hooker were to balloon to like a plus one twenty one thirty, I probably would be like swayed to go that way. But I just something tells me Arnold Allen's going to get a decision here, just via points or, or I mean via like a wrestling sort of thought or just hooker looks like the deteriorated in the third round maybe but I, like you said yeah I, i'm the same way i feel like i could be totally off on this and hooker just front kicks him and fucking just keeps him <laughs> away the whole time and jabs him and then whenever he tries to take him down he like sweeps him and reverses him and he's on top like i could definitely see that happening too though so i don't these are two really good fights to have at the top at the top of the card here and just to you know, get this shit. You know, to end the night on on something where you can actually make some money off of it if you feel a certain way, one way or the other. Like these are my favorite fights when you can get something close to even money. Or you know, obviously, when you when you like a guy and he's an underdog, that's better. But you know, usually I don't have an inclining either way because I've watched enough UFC where you have no idea. Like the craziest shit happens week in and week out where you're just like, oh, of course that guy wins at plus four hundred. You know, like. This guy, the yeah. guy looked hard. Like you, it makes all sense afterwards. Like here we go, let's get in, get into it. Patty Pimlet, like you know, like 
he loses and it's like, oh yeah, of course. Like, you know, like you, that would be like the hype was too real or, or yeah. fake. He's minus 600. He should have never been that high. Like Rodrigo or Cazulo Vargas is a, a fucking savage and, and he's just going to crack him with some of his chins in the air. Like you could easily see this going the other way, but I'm not, this might even be something I'm not even betting. Yeah. Hopefully Patty Pimblet. Patty Pimblet um, is plus one uh, forty one fifty on TKO though, so that's probably what I would bet. Even though I don't know if that would actually happen, yeah. or maybe an inside French, the distance. The Frenchman Pade Pimblet, um, not a big fan of him. I know, I know yeah, he's I a can rising tell. prospect out of uh, France, and you know, not anywhere else. So I, you know, I don't, I'm not sure how to feel about him. Kazula uh, Vargas is not that good. Yeah, uh, to, to put it lightly. I know he uh, he's coming off a win against Zurong, but uh, oof, Zurong not a big fan of him over here on the side. Not anymore. Um, you know that Brock Weaver illegal knee was so funny. I feel like I need to go watch that again just just because Brock Weaver is a, a meme. Uh, if it gets late, you know maybe he can. When Patty Pimble gets tired, maybe he can do some things. But uh, yeah, maybe standing him up. I think he can hurt Patty Pim- Patty Pimblet. Uh, but I think Patty should be able to like take him down and just destroy him on the ground, or you know probably just do do it standing up. Um, so, you, so yeah, I, you, could probably, you see submission here? I could, I could. I don't know. I think he might try to just get the TKO. True. Uh, I think maybe inside the distance. Then that's just probably your best bet. Either way, I don't know. I don't have a number on here on the uh, Patty inside the distance is minus two hundred. So yeah, I mean maybe that's a parlay. That, that's definitely something I would parlay with. Uh, maybe the Arnold Allen or whoever you feel about in these two top ones, like. Minus seven hundred. Good God, that's a. I don't like that at all. I might. I'm serious. I might just stay away from it. I might. First round submission is plus two hundred. First round TKO is plus two twenty five. So I think they. Uh, they, they think like it's going to be a quick one. Yeah, over under. It's kind of low for a first is, round, right? Under one and a half is minus one twenty five. Over is minus one. Okay, so interesting. interesting. I think Kazula Vargas being a, a savage and just eating punches for dinner is it definitely helps. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited to see the fight, though. I don't want to make it sound like I'm very excited to see what Patty looks like and see if he get you know has gotten any better. Or I kind of want to see his grappling too. Like you said, like that would be awesome if he took him down and just mauled him, you know. But yeah, I, I'm just not. Uh, I love Patty, like the 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 character and everything. But the fighter, I need to be like sold a little bit more on. I'm rooting for him, but I need like I'm not gonna sit here and act like I 100% believe he's gonna win this fight. Uh, well, I mean, he should win this fight, but I'm just saying, like, he, he kind of is a wild boy, dude. He he opens himself up for some crazy shit sometimes, and, you know, and he's, it's not like he hasn't lost before. That's, I just hate minus 600 on, on this kind of fight. I wish it was a little lower so I could maybe make some money off of it. Maybe that's why I'm uh, a little yeah, upset pennies. Yeah, so, Gunnar Nelson, this is another one we're not going to make much money. Minus 500 over a plus 380 Takashi Saito. Sato. 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 Uh, what do you think here? I mean, is it is it uh, submission? Gunnar Nelson minus 118? Is, is, it looks, seems like that's what everyone's uh, leaning towards. Yeah, I think so. I think, if, you know, he's another one. If he goes too late and he's tired and he doesn't know what he's doing and standing up in the middle of the third round, he'd get hurt. But I don't think Sato, I don't, you know, I, Gunnar Nelson is definitely a guy who's a fadeable fighter. I just don't think this is the, uh, this is the spot. Um, you know, Sato got that win against Jason Witt, but I can knock Jason Witt out. So, like, you know, oh, come on, that, come on. Yeah, I mean, besides that, it was Ben Saunders and Ben. You can about you can knock Ben. No, I can't. Out. So you know, yes, you can. I've seen you do it. I have pillows. 
just like uh just like all the Irish, huh? All no, right. but uh, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I got I got to get my Irish jokes out before I, uh before I take a trip there. St. Paddy's Day, dude. Happy St. Pat's. End of April, I'm going there, and uh, thankfully there aren't too many listeners, if there, if any, that are Irish. Because if I go there, they will catch me lacking. The for fuck all the shit he, I talk. What the fuck were you saying, mate, about Ian Gary? <laughs> He's gonna, Ian Gary. Can't he, wait for the, the, the hype train to continue. Was that the beginning of April? We'll be uh, talking about him. The hype. Yeah, he's that hype. Patty's a big time uh, hype train, though. To not to go back. He's though, also. But he's like a yeah. See, so I know you. You do not like the hype trains. Uh, I know how you uh, operate. Not the Irish. Not the uh, anyone from England or Ireland. You yeah. don't like. Nope. Uh, I, I, nope. I've learned that from uh, doing this podcast. You just you are a hater of those uh, of those two countries. And hey, man, it is true. Like I kind of hate the Russians. You know, I've hated the Russians before all this. Now it's cool to hate the Russians, but I was hating the right. Russians way before that. So, right. but I do like Here. Peter Jan. We'll say that. Uh, so yeah, what, what do you think? You, you think he uh, pewter, pooper? No, Poop Peter. Here. He's the American, the Americanized version of him. Oh right, Peter, pewter. <laughs> I love pewter. Uh, yeah, submission. That's what I would bet. But I, you know, yeah, maybe co- combine submission and uh, Patty double chance. Resistance. Yeah, maybe. That's uh, probably a. F- yeah, you know double what? chance. Double chance is nice. I'll never not yeah. bet the double chance. Uh, Luana Carolina and Molly McCann. Here's another uh, local fighter sort of situation here. Lu- you, you, this is uh, this is a dangerous situation here. It's uh, a great fight. Who do, yeah, who do you like here? I uh, want to bet Luana think, Carolina. Yeah, me too. I think I think I would pick Molly McCann. Unfortunately, um, uh, I just, I, Luana's huge though, dude. Yeah, I mean she's five six. Molly's what like five two, five four. Um, I think she has, yeah, she has a long reach. The problem is I don't think her striking is that great, you know. So it's like, yeah, you know, if she keeps her at range, sure. But I don't know if I don't I don't know if I trust her to keep Molly McCann at range and to keep it striking at range. I think Molly might be able to get inside, and if she does that, I think she's the stronger, the bully. She could wrestle or take her down, or you know, win some grappling exchanges or um, some exchanges in the uh, in the clinch. So for that, I don't know if I want to take Luana. I do like her at plus money. I wish the line was a little bit more spread out, uh, a little bigger. It's plus one one sixteen. So I might take a shot. You know, I got to do a little bit more research. But then again, you know, there's not much more I have to see from Luana. I mean, you know, she beat Lupe and Botello, but she got her knee snapped from. Uh, Lipsky, she did beat Cachoeira too. So, yeah, you know, I'm all, I'm usually team fade at Molly McCann. I'm not a big Molly McCann fan. She and Patty Pimble, they're best friends. So, uh, you know, this could be a fade Patty Molly card. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns. I'm gonna go Luana Carolina decision. Wow. Ah oh, man. There you go. Uh, this one, I can't give you a good reason why, but no, like this is this is one of those fights. Maybe, you, like I said, if Lu- like this is another one where I'm going to look at the odds, and if Luana's balloon, like if all the if just because the English people they get behind that shit, and it's like Lu- Luana bubbles up to like a 150, then yeah. I would jump on it. But right now, yeah, I I would probably just bet Luana just because she's the, she's the underdog. But I, I don't know, I just don't know. I don't like minus 145, minus 150 on stuff I don't trust, and I don't really trust yeah. Molly McCann, so. And this is a number situation. I, I will give that I think Molly McCann wins the fight. That's just what my instinct tells me because Lu- Luana is just going to 
yeah, like she's Molly will go through the fire to get the fight where she needs it to, to be, and that's just what I believe. Ilya Taporia, Jai Herbert, Ilya Taporia minus six hundred, uh, minus five seventy five on some things, plus four ten for Jai Herbert. Kind of know what's going to happen here, right? Yeah, destruction. Well, actually, oh, I've been looking for. It's always Friday is when these um, the props kind of under one and a half is minus one fifty, minus one. Yeah, minus one fifty. No, I mean it seems like a lock. So let's see what he is by submission plus one hundred five. Interesting. I've been thinking that I want. I think he's going to get a submission, and he's going to get it uh, in one of these fights because the last one he. Yeah, he hasn't had a submission since Luis Gomez, um, and that was a guy who was 0-0 zero and zero at the time. Before that, though, Brian Boland, I actually just watched a couple of his fights uh, when he fought this guy, Brian Boland, in Cage Warriors. He was the favorite, but he was 21, and he anaconded him real fucking quick. Um, and, you know, he hasn't had many, you know, Ryan Hall, he's not going to submit him. Damon Jackson's not going to submit him. Yusuf Zalal, it's a little harder to submit him, too. Um I think Jai Herbert. He can, I think he really can do whatever he wants to to the uh, Black Country banger. Yeah, he's been knocked out by what uh, Trinaldo in the third, which you know, not nothing bad about that. But Reese McKee back in the day, oh, that's 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 scary, man. To have a, a knockout loss in the first round to Reese McKee in any walk of life is scary. Um, Jesus. And uh, Moicano t- tapped him out, but he's you know world world class jujitsu. But Reese so McKee also man, got maybe. killed by Hamza Chimaev. That now that you just that made me think. I was like, wait, yeah. where have I heard uh, him before? Yeah, that was the that was the poor fucker that they threw to him. Um, and, and after that, they threw him to Alex Morano, and he lost that very easily. Uh, he's in he's in Cage Warriors, and he's winning fights. He beat Alexi Mansivkovi. Uh, so shout out to him. But yeah, Jai Herbert. I, you know, I, I don't see it. He got tapped out by Moicano. He got knocked out by Trinaldo. I think the Ilias Bora fucking smokes him. It, yeah. For some reason, I, c- I could see it leaving the first round. Maybe if uh, Tapori's a little, a little resolved because he's smart for for being so good. You know, he's not. He, he won't just jump all over you. Um, Ilya also has a. He, he's been hurt before. He's been hit before. I should I should say. Um, so I can see Jai Herbert landing some jabs or having some success. Tapori can get hit. Uh, Damian Jackson was hitting him, but he wasn't hit with anything notable, so it didn't really matter. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ilya Tapori by. Rear naked choke. I'm gonna go. Um, man, inside the distance, he's minus two eighty five. Yeah, That's so funny. That might be something round one, that I plus, play with something else. Round one, he's almost minus money. Uh, round one submission is plus two fifty. Round one TKO is six hundred. So, is there a, is there like a double chance? There's usually like you can one. bet on like Fanduel, like where it's like inside the first two rounds by something, yeah. and like you can get. Like I was gonna a plus say a double double that. chance. Yeah, like it's usually something like that, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I just think it's. That, let me tell you my prediction. You guys bet however the fuck you want to. Jai Herbert's yeah. going to be out of there inside two rounds. I don't know how it's going to be on the ground, and I don't know if he's going to submit him or beat his face in. I, I that that I have not decided yet. So he might beat his face into submission. So yes. So that, that's the, you just don't know. Like he's going to finish him inside two rounds. So if you can get a good number on that, then I, that's what I would do. Under uh, two minutes and thirty seconds is plus three hundred. Just saying. That Jai Herbert, I just don't. Jai Herbert's the guy that uh, Dan Hardy was freaking out about when he was getting the shit beat out of him, uh, and just telling Herb Dean to stop the fucking fight, just yelling at him while he was doing the call. That's the so. second time tonight. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, so if you look on Tapology and look at uh, Marquan Amir Khani's uh, 
page, it's unbelievable. Oh man, the picture the that they is have fucking is fucking incredible. <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's got all these women all over him, and he's got like poker chips on the table. It's just a ridiculous, <sighs> ridiculous like picture. A uh, this is a guy who just lost to Lerone Murphy, Kamula Kirk, and Edson Barbosa. He has uh, lost four of his last five. And he's fighting against Mike Grundy, who was a underdog in his last fight, if I'm not mistaken. Or no, this is okay. He lost a. I'm confusing him with someone else. Lando Venata lost a split decision. I thought he won. I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Movistar Ivolev, who he, you know, is not an easy night out there, and he lost a unanimous decision to him. So, what do you like here? What What does the number tell you? Because the number I'll give it give it to you. Do you have it right now? My, yes. Wow. Plus one fifty for Amir Khani. Minus 185, plus 165, minus 195 on some sites. So. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a pretty wide number for Amir Khani. They were supposed to fight once before. Uh, the problem is Amir Khani gets hurt every fight. I feel like if I breathe on him, it might be my morning <laughs> breath, but he uh, he might fall. He might get back up, but, you know, hey, straight blast Jim Ireland. Um, straight blast it, Jim Ireland oh, come is on. what you should call them because that's all those dudes do over there is get blasted, straight blasted. So I can't trust him. You know, Mike Grundy has a huge right hook. Um, I, fight ends in submission. I don't know if that's even a thing on here, but it, on Bovada anyway. But that would be an interesting bet. Uh, I wonder what Grundy is by knockout because it's probably more more Grundy likely. Grundy is plus eight fifty by knockout. Wow, I could see him getting a TKO. Submission I know is you know, plus five hundred. So I mean. Listen, you're going to get a, uh, inside the distance at a plus 300. So they really think he's just going to grind him out with. That's where I'm betting here. That I just made my decision. This might be my bet of the night and not with confidence just because this is a fat number to get a finish. Because, I mean, Amir Khani's not easily finished, but he can be finished. Okay, I mean, you got... Plus 285, Mike Grundy. And he's coming off getting submitted. put in the orbit in October. So, you know, that, that you never know how guys are going to bounce back from those kind of fights. He's been finished... You know, by by Burgos, it, just, it happens. You know, he's been finished twice, so think, it can happen Kirk again. And Barbosa knocked him down. It can, it can, if it can happen, then it can happen now. So give me Grundy inside the distance plus three hundred, just for fun. Yeah, uh, you know, Amir Khani's cool and all, and I, I I used to like him back in the day. You know, when he was uh, his first UFC stint, or I guess he's still been, he's always been in the UFC. Back when he was fighting, you know, fucking. The bums of the world before he fought Arnold Allen, uh, Mike Wilkinson, um, that Johan dude, whatever the fuck his name, or uh, I, don't, I don't know any of these guys actually. <laughs> Mike Wilkinson, I did know. Jason Knight, Chris Fishgold, Mississippi yeah, Memes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I don't know what to do with Mike Grundy here. I don't love him. Uh, but his last, his last win, you know, this guy is an absolute, I'm not going to say it, uh, Ned Naramani. You know, it wasn't the greatest opponent, and he knocked he knocked him out. He knocked him out easily with the overhand, I think. Um, I could see him do that again. I, I, it probably goes the distance because they're going to grind on each other, and there's going to be a lot of inactivity. I think that's what Amir Khani wants to do. Um, I, I really do like uh, putting Grundy TKO like plus seven fifty. I think that's crazy. I think he can, you know, if he hits him with a big shot, that could be it. You know, right there. So give me my Grundy. Official pick is going to be. Decision. Yeah, that that's my official the like pick. Like, if I was just going to tell you what's going to happen, Armani almost went to the third round with him. So, like, that's you know, but a little scary. I just for money's sake, we're going to root. We're going to put we're our money it. down. 
Oh, plus 750, the TKO Grundy is definitely going in the Tesla parlay. It's going to be the anchor is what I call it. I have five <laughs> different layers. So don't laugh, all right? Don't laugh. The anchor hits a lot. The anchor hits the last three You got to play the anchor by itself, dude. Put the anchor <laughs> in the water by itself, all right? No, no, no. You need other anchors. You need you need buoys and stuff but um, and boats and other shit, you know, a whole battleship. But uh, <laughs> give me Grundy by decision. Uh, hopefully he gets his knockout and we make all the money in the world. Pavlovich, Sergey Pavlovich is minus three fifty coming off of a three year layoff. <laughs> I wonder if it's Abdul You never know, man. Um, you just never know with this shit. You could probably come in here and smoke him. But I don't like that, dude. I do not like guys taking off that long ever. Like what has he been the doing? Is, the good thing is Shamil is about seventy five years old. He's an ancient artifact. So, you know, maybe Pavlovich got some much needed time off. Maybe he had to go fight some battles over there. I don't listen. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. That's I don't the know thing. What goes I mean, guys, in, uh, ever, anyone who's just around over there is just fighting now. That's just what's going on here. He's fighting another fellow Russian though. So last four fights have uh, forty years not old. Not gone to the second forty. I think he's eighty. Have not gone to the second round. Um, I know he lost the one to uh, Overeem, but he had, he had some uh, had some moments in that fight. I think I could be wrong. Marcel Gome and Maurice Green are not. Are not great wins. I think they're both out of the UFC already, and they were out of the UFC before the year ended. So I, you know, he had a fight with Cyril Gon, Tom Aspinall, Tanner Bozier. Thank God he didn't get those first two. <laughs> to go from Cyril Cyril Gon to now Shamil Abdurakhmanov is a far cry. Give me um Pavlovich TKO first round. Let's see what wow. that is on Bovada. Yeah, I'm not touching this. Or, or submission, I guess, but uh, probably not. He doesn't submit guys. Do Minus not. 250 by TKO. No picks. No, no picks. picks. Nothing. Nikita right. Krylov and Paul Paul Craig, the Bear Jew, getting back in there. What do the numbers tell you? We got minus one ninety for Krylov, plus one sixty for Paul Craig. Little concerning here. I don't like Paul Paul, uh, Paul Craig fights at all, at all. Yeah, it's always a scary thought. I mean, he just come, um, he's coming off just taking Jamal Hill's arm with him. Uh, you know, finishing Shogun. And just ra- like just random fights, random wins, random everything throughout this guy's whole career. Uh, All he needs is just one grip, grasp of a of a body part. Like you know, when he got that triangle on Antigulov, ooh, that, that was a little hard. Uh, you know, he got that rear naked on Vinicius Moreira really quick. The triangle on Kenny Zuchuku, we got that out of nowhere. Uh, same with Ankalaev, got that out of nowhere. The armbar and Henrique Silva got that out of nowhere. So like. He pulls shit out of his ass. Same with Jamal Hill. Um, so my worry is if Nikita Krylov, who has you know, a bunch, I believe, a bunch of submissions in his own right, has let, uh, he tapped out OSP. Like, you know, so, but he also, all of, I think almost all of Krylov's losses are by the submission. Lukovich. Some of it, yeah, he's been TKO OSP, too. I think, even even back in the day, OSP beat him also. Uh, that, that Minchenko dude did it twice. He's been arm triangled like four times. Yeah. Which is very it's very concerning to me like you know i get it when you when you're so good at something you know you knock people out you can be knocked out you submit guys you can be submitted but um paul craig is a dangerous is a, you know if you put in any in submission at plus uh one six two sixty five i i think i might have to take that just because yeah. of that you know it's his only path to victory and Krylov, honestly if this stays standing he it, he should just piece him the fuck up standing up and and whatnot but I seriously think Paul Craig at one point will have a, a you know I think his window's small it's 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 not a big window at all but I think he might be able to, I think he will be able to capitalize 
on it. I think he's going to get a, I don't know what, because he's such a weirdo and he can get anything, you Some know, sort of heel hook or something like it's going to be something crazy I, that you're okay. just like, I can see that. I can see a little like, it, like afterwards, if you bet, uh, Krylov, like, cause I've bet against yeah. Paul Craig a million times where he pulls some sh- like Jamal, the Jamal Hill fight where we were like, we're at my house screaming, get off of him, get off of him, get off of him. And then, you know, of course he just kind of had a little too much confidence, gets his arm snapped. It, yeah, you know you can't you can't play around in his guard. You can't play around with his grappling at all. Uh, I just yeah, plus two fifty. If you're gonna give me that, I'm gonna take it. Uh, I don't care. Karlov also whether it hits let or Johnny not. Walker go the distance. Uh, he didn't look great against Ankalaev. Uh, he's he's a Ukrainian fighter. Maybe his mind's focused on other things. I mean, how could it be? Um, so who knows? You know, I said that about Morose, and she fucking smoked uh, Agapova, who's a fraud. But it's okay. So we'll see. Uh, just just because of all that, I'm going to go with Paul Craig uh, by submission of some sort. Yep, I'm in. Jack Shore to Timur Valiev. Timur Valiev. Great fight. Minus one twenty, plus one hundred for Jack Shore. I lean. Uh, I lean Timur Valiev, but not with lucky. Lucky. Uh, lucky Timur. Yeah, not with uh, a large vote of confidence right now. I, what, what do you say? 18, so it should be 17 and three or 18 and three. Um, that no contest lost to Trevor Jones because of uh, marijuana. Pretty oh, bullshit. Right, yeah. But um, yeah, his last win against Barcelos was okay. You know, uh, I forget how I scored that. I know it was a majority win. I can't really remember too much. And before that, Martin Day went the distance with him. You know, I don't think Valiev's uh, great, but he is good. Uh, and he has a uh. he has a style that could just you know really just. Eliminate any offense that you have. Changing my but mind. So does Jack. So does yeah. Jack Shore. I'm just looking like at Jack this Shore a little lot, closer. Man. It's yeah. Sorry, God. I like Jack. I, I know it was a split with Hunter Azure, but you know, at the time, man, Hunter Azure wasn't that bad. I, I, you know, I didn't think he was that awful. But you know, No Heel and Hernandez came right in the UFC, and he he tapped him out in the third rear naked choke. Um, you know, he can go deep into rounds and still have still have something in him. Uh, I'm going to go Jack Shore. I, I I like him more as a prospect. I know that might have slowed down with the Azure fight, with the Ludovic Shalinian fight. Um, I know he was supposed to fight both Nurmagomedov, Saeed, and Umar. Um, the Umar one would not have went well, I don't think. But I still do like Jack Shore. He's only 27. He's from Wales. You know, I know those guys out of there are uh, frauds, uh, if you will. But, you know, I don't think Timur Valiev is all that, to be honest. So give me Paul Craig, Paul Craig, give me uh, Jack Shore. Give me Paul Craig again. Yeah, give me Paul Craig again. Give me Jack Shore minus one or two. Uh, I wish it was even money, but that's just you know. Couple uh, websites, if you uh, if that's something that you're into, uh, they they do have it at um. Kidding. Yeah, they do have it at uh, plus a hundred is the number. Corey McKenna minus two seventy five against Elise Reed, friend of the podcast. Elise Reed. uh, I, I mean, this is something I would not bet if I was a sane thinking man. But which well, you are not. No, which I'm not. So I'm I'm firing Corey McKenna. Absolutely firing. Um, her nickname is Poppins. I don't know, I don't know what that means. Um, she's also from Wales. So Corey McKenna is a fraud. No, she. I actually I like her a lot more than uh, at least Reed's fucking. <laughs> Uh, see, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I don't want to do this. Okay, <laughs> let me just say I am not convinced Elise Reed 
is is the goat. Okay, let's just say that. So, uh, yeah, I could be convinced otherwise. She um, was the know, CFFC women's uh, flyweight champion, I believe. So, yeah, she beat Hillary uh, Clinton. I mean Rose. Hillary to, Rose, to who's five and Hillary three. Rose Clinton. Yes, finished her. Ass. Uh, Jill- <laughs> she beat Jasmine Jaws Devicious a couple of years ago. It was her first, uh, her second win in CFFC. It was a split, so she probably should have lost, but. Uh, Corey McKenna, Mary Poppins. She um, she's a fifty-eight inch reach, which is fucking insane. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anybody with a reach that. Hold on, that is insane for that weight class. It's insane. No, 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 no. You could be a fucking newborn. I don't understand. I've never seen one under six in the fifties. Um, she should take her down and just be able to just do. Yeah, maybe just sit on there. Maybe talk about physics. Their McDonald's career afterwards, <laughs> something I don't know what they're going to talk about. But I, uh, what's what's her what's her odds? Minus two seventy five. I think that's more than Diamond least Reed just not being a UFC caliber fighter. Um, plus two twenty. Yeah, I don't think Corey McKenna should be minus two seventy five against anyone. But uh, this is probably the the spot if if there is one. She's going to take her down, and she's going to do the same thing she did to Kay Hansen, same thing she did to Vanessa Demopoulos. Uh, she did lose back in the day to that girl, Nicole DeSegni, the uh, the Italian tatted woman who uh, is a good follow on Instagram that fought Mallory Martin on the Contender Series and gave her a tough fight. She did lose to her, so that's a bit concerning, but that was five years ago. Um, yeah, give me Corey McKenna. You parlayed that with, like, uh, you know, nothing else or something else, whatever you want to do. I like I, I don't think it's going to happen, but submission is a nice little uh, fat number there. All right, uh, yeah, I wonder what... We got, uh, you know, go prop plus 700, against, uh, but this is not, yeah, this is not the fight to go prop hunting. <laughs> uh, save your money for later on in the fight or later on in the night. Corey, interesting. Here's one. Here's one I'll give you. Corey McKenna to win by unanimous decision, even money. That is a fucking lock. There's not going to be a split. I like that. It's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be very, play both. even money, play them both, yeah, both, dabble a little play bit split or even dabble a little bit on the uh, submission, you know, and you'll make the, it's seven times the money. And then you put a little bit more, all right? Put a little bit more on the uh, unanimous decision bet, okay? Cover yourself, all right? If you want to be a true degenerate on a Saturday afternoon, listen to me. You'll lose all your money. Muhammad Mukayev, Cody Durden. This is a little bit of a a beef. This is a real-life beef here. These guys don't like each other. Well, Mukayev doesn't like Durden after, I believe, he told... uh, the Chinese gentleman to go back to where he came from or something like that. Uh, it was something that yeah, was very offensive. And uh, yeah. Mukayev took it personally. He did not like that. doesn't like the way, you know, doesn't like people saying that shit. 21 years old. He's a uh, up-and-coming prospect. This is going to be his fifth fight, I believe, right? Or, or sixth fight? It's going to be a sixth yeah, fight. A sixth professional fight. Uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you say here? Numbers will tell you that what is it? Minus 400 for uh, Muhammad and plus 310 for Cody Durden. So 450 yeah, for Cody Durden's a wrestler. He's just going to wrestle him the whole time. At least he's going to try to, right? Yeah, I, I don't trust Mikhaev at this at this play. He's, he hasn't fought in the UFC yet. I haven't seen him. Um, you know, I don't think Cody Durden's amazing. Uh, coming off the win against Arichi Lang, no, not a great win. That dude's like 20 and 10. He's hardly fought in the UFC. And, you know, he got caught by Jimmy Flick in that flying triangle, but that happens to a lot of people, to be honest. <laughs> he fought well with Chris Gutierrez, who's a fucking savage. Um, I'm not going to take anything. I'm going to stay away from this fight. I need to, I need to see what Makai looks like. 
um, especially you know if he gets to the second or third round with Cody Durden. Uh, you know, gun to my head, I'll give I'll take Makayev to win inside the distance. I think he has good hands, and you know he's very uh, everyone, everyone talks speaks highly of him. Uh, but really, truly, would not be surprised if Cody Durden won. And if you want to place a bet on him, maybe a live bet after the first or second round, I, I could be for that. But this fight starts at like 10 a.m., so good luck. Yeah, Makayev plus 225 for TKO. Submission is plus 200. So, if you, and inside the distance is minus 125. So that that's the expected route here. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, I if you're smart, you stay away from all of these early fights because that's this, this is not like. You're taking a lot of big chances here. I would say if you want to go back, I, I would take Mukayev like a submission or a double chance here just, just to just to have a degenerate play in early on if that's what you're about. But I would say the bigger bets on this card, now that I now that I've completed the whole thing, I kinda like Jack Shore against Timor Valiev. I don't know if it's a big bet, but it's that's just something that sticks out to me. Ilya Taporia is going to finish Jai Herbert inside two rounds. I I believe that with my whole heart. Um, and that, that's about it. I mean, and Tom Aspinall, I think wins. That's, uh, that's about the three that I could give you where I feel relatively confident, but that third one, I don't even feel as confident as the one I feel the most confident about is Ilya Taporia is going to smoke Jai Herbert. I, I could absolutely be wrong about that, but that, that's just, when I see it, that's what I think right away. And you got, you got a couple that you're really on or really like. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Taporia inside the distance. Some kind of Taporia round one bet. Again, just like last time, uh, Ryan Hall was fucking doing cartwheels. That was know, crazy. It was so disrespectful in, to jiu-jitsu. In, in circles. And, you know, he still got finished with like a couple seconds to spare. So, uh, you know, I really sweat that one out. I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with, I think. Uh, I'm going to go with Patty Pimblett gets massacred by Ilya Tapori before the year ends at plus money. No, I'm kidding. Um, but we did not talk about that. How about, did you see that skirmish? Yeah, that was, that, we actually didn't talk about that. That was pretty, uh, it's always random though when these guys, like I didn't know that Patty Pimblett was talking shit on Georgia, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know that that yeah. was a thing. So like, I was like, why are these two fighting? And like, they've been beefing for a couple weeks. Yeah. So like, that's cool. And, and now that Tapori is up at 55, cause I guess he can't make 45 anymore. Then, that's also another I think thing. his next fight's going to be at 145, is what I thought I heard. Yeah. I think this is just a... But we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, I mean, it, I guess that all depends, but you know, if they're actually going to fight or, you know... I, I don't I don't see no. Patty making 45 anytime soon, so it's going to have to happen at 55. Right. We'll so, see. If they yeah. both win, I could see this, and then you, we are fading Patty into the fucking sun if that happens. Well, well, I'd I like to see I what he looks take... like at 55. Just, uh, I mean, he yeah. shouldn't look any different, but uh, I'm a Patty yeah. fan. So I have to see what these two fights look like. If Patty struggles to get through this weekend, yeah, and, and Jai Herbert gets absolutely decimated, then. Yeah, that's happening 100%. I want to take either. I'm going to go, not I might go Jack Shore and Dan Hooker in separate uh, straight up bets, but I'm definitely looking at both of them. Kind of like Grundy so... now that I think about it, too. The more, more God I think damn, about dude. it, there's, there's one sure. more in there. Uh, who else? McKenna unanimous decision. I fucking sadly, I like that. You know, I think that'll happen before I'm even up. You know, I'll be still be sleeping, and uh, I think that'll happen. All right. Actually, I'll be up for. I'll I'll be up for these fights. Who am I kidding? Yeah, I will too. I'm setting an alarm. I'll I'll make sure I'm up. I'm probably gonna watch every single one of these fights. I'll have the double monitor going for the uh, tournament on the side. So, uh, you got anything else? Uh, I'm I'm uh, ready to get out of here. Saturday night we have a couple two good boxing prospects. Edgar Belanga. At super middleweight and Virgil Ortiz at welterweight. I think Virgil Ortiz 
was for him being a welterweight would be the best prospect in boxing. They are fighting in 10-round fights, not against anybody interesting. Uh, Berlanga is fighting Steve Rolls in New York. Virgil Ortiz is fighting Michael McKinson in L.A. Uh, just going to be interesting to see how they look. Um, Berlanga got a belt his last fight, um, but it, it was a they shitty belt. Give so he, they give them out. You know, you, you, uh, you got to walk into the arena and you can get one. Steve Rolls is interesting. He fought Gennady Golovkin and got knocked the fuck out, but uh, you know he was in there for a couple rounds. So you know, a little experience for Berlanga. And uh, we'll see what Virgil Ortiz can do. You know, he's more, uh, he's closer to a title shot. And Michael McKinson's been in there with a couple guys, but he, you know, truly hasn't really beaten anybody good. So just some boxing Saturday night on ESPN Plus and the zone if you are bored and have nothing else to do late, you know, maybe after the, uh, the madness is over. Um, yeah, other than that, nothing really else. That's it. And we will come back next week with a uh, breakdown of this card from this weekend uh, we'll talk about them boxing uh, matches and we will get into the columbus card next weekend which is uh not exactly uh big names on the top but it's it's a pretty good card overall i would say would you agree or would you uh i just read if it. i remember correctly this was a really good card again joanne wood alex grasso askarov and kai car france uh, Matt Brown, Barbarino. Okay, so it starts to fall off a little bit here. Je- Je- Jennifer Maya and uh, Manyam Faro. So that's that's the one. Uh, Slava Claus is fighting Nicolau, this. man. Wow. That's a really good fight. Dana Batragal is fighting as well. So, you know, we've got a couple guys on here who are uh, savages. Chris you know this, can, how about the guy at the very bottom? You should say his name. Uh, I, I, I maybe don't see that. I don't know. What's his uh, Ali Kazab Kazriev? Oh no, I don't see that on here. Yeah, no, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I would, I would not uh, even, oh my god, there it is, Alish <laughs> Kebab. <laughs> yeah, no way, dude. Yeah, the other one, and then the, oh, it's uh, No way, dude. Uh, I hope that fight. I hope that fight gets moved to never, dude. Oh my god, that's. I'm gonna have to work on that. I need, I need John Anik to come in there and just fucking read these things for me. But scrap that damn fight. No, I'm looking forward to Manon Figaro, Chris Gutierrez, the Bruno Sosa fight, Borshev. Was that Slava Claus? Slava Claus. Yep. Neil Magny is just like randomly thrown in there. Yeah. you know, doesn't you see all these names than him? Max Griffin, Alexei Olenek, Aligar Latifi. If you need to take a nap. Oh my god. There we go. No, I'm looking. That is be some violence. That that is going to be awful, but. Enjoy the no, card this weekend. Uh, yeah, and we'll get into that next week. Um, yeah, and enjoy the tournament. Enjoy all the sports, whatever you people watch out there. Uh, I don't know what the hell you're into, but... Uh, go Delaware. Let's pull off this upset against Nova. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, that game's about to start right now. Let's go watch it.